there, I'm Kathy, and I help busy, high-achieving female business owners over 40, just like you, create simple daily habits to increase energy and grow your profits. So welcome to the Fun Over 40 podcast. I know that you do not have the energy or interest to track all of your calories or macros, and you just want to be more present in your daily life. You want to feel confident to work on your business and do the things you love, but instead you're feeling overwhelmed and you're giving up. So we're going to talk about the ways that you can make baby steps toward meeting your goals. I've got a master's degree in exercise science, and I've been in the field of health and fitness as a health coach, personal trainer, and a small business owner for over 20 years. I have spent all of those years helping people just like you figure out how to fit it all in and meet your health and fitness goals. I've also had to learn how to do it myself. So tune in and let's learn how to get small habits working for you in your everyday life. Hey everyone, thanks for being here today. It's Kathy. This is the Fun Over 40 podcast. Today, we are going to talk about a very important topic, energy. You know, this is my question for you. Have you ever had days where you felt like you just could barely get out of bed? Is that most days for you? Can you remember a day when you woke up just full of energy? Usually I think those are on vacation. I don't know. (laughs) That's when I seem to find them myself. Now I want you to compare those two days. The day where you wake up where you could just barely get out of bed and the day you woke up full of energy. Think about how your energy affected how you move through the day, like how productive you were, how short your fuse was with your family or your friends or your coworkers. What about if you're a business owner? Did it affect how successful you were at selling your product or your service? In other words, I really want you to think about having, how having more energy positively affects your day, but really thinking about all of the ways and all of the things that affects, right? So it's not just how you feel, which I mean, it is how you feel, but it affects just how you move through the world, right? It affects how you, how quick you are to snap or get angry. It affects how you speak to people. It affects how you speak to yourself. It affects how productive you are that day. You know, you may have a whole list of things you want to get done, but if you wake up without energy, you probably won't get those done. And then it just kind of snowballs. You start to maybe feel crummy about yourself, or maybe um, it just is frustrating because you get to the end of the week and you still have a whole list of things that you didn't complete or accomplish. So anyway, um, really think about energy and how important it is. Like, I just want you to really think about how important energy is. I'm sure you know that, but think about all of the things that it affects and how it's like a domino effect um, throughout your day or your life. So my guess is that the better your energy was on each of those days, the better your day was just all around, right? If your energy's good, then life is better. (laughs) I would also argue, I didn't have this in my notes, but you know, as I'm saying this and I'm thinking about it, I would also argue, you know, if you're married, you know, what's your spouse's energy like? Cause that affects you as well. I know it does for me. It's a huge effect on my own energy. So 
just all that to say it's important for so much uh, relationships included. So let's talk about three ways that you can try to work on improving your energy. And let me just say up front, none of these are like going to be huge new ideas for you. Okay. But as I talk through each one, I want you to genuinely think about each tip. There's three. And if, or how you're doing in that arena. Okay. And I say at the end, so I'll say it at the end, but I want to say it now too. As I go through these three kind of sections or topics or tips or whatever you want to call them, um, my recommendation always, you know, I love baby steps. So my recommendation is to just start with one. Okay. So think about that as I'm, I'm talking through these three different tips. And I'm going to tell you that again at the end. Okay. So number one, da -da 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 -da, drum roll, sleep. I know, shocker, right? <laughs> but that is the big one, okay? So we've all heard it. The recommendation is to get seven to nine hours of sleep per night. That might make you laugh, or maybe it doesn't. I don't know. I don't know where you're at in your life. Obviously, if you're in a stage where you've got a newborn, <laughs> you know, that might be laughable. But hopefully, if you're in a stage where you're not getting that seven to nine hours, it's just that, a stage or a phase or a chapter or whatever you want to call it. Okay, so seven to nine hours. Are you doing this? If you are, I promise you feel like a different person than the woman sitting next to you who's only getting four hours of sleep a night. And the sad thing is, is that woman who is only getting four hours of sleep a night might think that she's totally fine. I hear that all the time. Oh, I do just fine with four to five hours of sleep. Okay, you think you do. But if you would ever allow yourself or if you were ever able, because, you know, maybe there's some insomnia issues there to get seven to nine hours of sleep, it's kind of one of those, like, you don't know how bad you feel until you feel better, right? Okay, so how can we move towards this goal of seven to nine hours of sleep if you're not already there? So let's start with going to bed earlier. I know, crazy talk, um, but here's the thing. You don't just make a huge leap and go to bed like three hours earlier, okay? So let's say you're not getting to bed till like midnight, okay? I don't want you to all of a sudden try to go to bed at nine. You're going to lay there with like your eyes wide open <laughs> and you're going to tell me it didn't work and, you know, it's going to it's just all going to blow up. So instead, I want you to go to bed. If this is the tip that you want to work on, the sleeping, the sleeping tip, <laughs> I want you to shoot for going to bed like 15 to 30 minutes earlier than you normally do. So if you normally go to bed around midnight, let's shoot for like 1130. Okay. That's not going to be such a huge shock to your system. So it means, though, that you have to start getting ready for bed, you know, 15 or 30 minutes earlier. So see where I'm going there? It's, it's a, you got to prep, you know, kind of creating a bedtime routine, which maybe you've heard that, maybe you haven't. But that's where you start to gradually move towards bed, okay? In other words, if you're watching TV at night, you don't just turn off the TV and go to your bedroom and lay down and close your eyes and expect to go right to sleep. Some people maybe can do that, but a lot of people can't. 
So, you know, an hour before you want to actually be asleep, start moving towards the bedroom. In other words, turn the TV off, you know, screens, turn those screens off. Um, maybe you do like a short 10 minute stretching routine. Maybe you close your eyes and do a breathing, deep breathing routine, like five minutes, you know, it could be something simple like that. You know, obviously brush your teeth, wash your face, all of those things. Maybe you read a little bit. Um, I really like those sleep meditations that you can get on some of the, um, apps like Calm. Um, Calm has a free version and there, there's a paid version too, but even with the free version, there's different like sleep meditations and things like that, that you can do. And so maybe you can try something like that. If you need something to help you just move into that sleep space, if you will. So sleep, that's, that's a big one. Um, I would say to be totally honest out of these three, that's the one I would recommend starting with um, because it's going to be really hard. We're going to talk about food and we're going to talk about movement, but it's going to be really hard to make smart food choices. And it's going to be really challenging to do any kind of movement if you're not getting enough sleep. So to me, sleep is just really paramount and it affects so many things. But of course, we're just talking about energy today. So I'll stick with that. Um, okay, moving on. Like I just said, Tip number two has to do with food, what you put in your mouth and in your body. So if your goal is to eat for energy, what I want you to focus on is eating whole, unprocessed foods as much as you possibly can. So we want to eat a balance of carbohydrates, proteins, and fats at every meal. Your carbohydrates are going to be quality carbohydrates like fruit vegetables, beans, whole grains, um, lean proteins, and plant-based fats like avocados, olives, nuts and seeds, or nut butters like peanut butter. So that's kind of part one of the food is getting the junk out of your diet and actually eating real food that you can get out of the ground, pick off a tree, or had a mother as we like to say, <laughs> um, that's the kind of food I want you to eat. Um, as far as the whole grains, you know, that can be a simple swap. You know, if you eat pasta, let's just say, instead of just getting your traditional white pasta in a box from the grocery store, luckily now there's a lot of options. You could do a whole wheat pasta, you know, that could be step one. There's also pastas now made out of chickpeas or red lentils. That's a great option as well because you're going to get fiber with a bean pasta or a whole grain pasta, and that's going to help to make you feel fuller. It's great for lowering cholesterol if that's something you struggle with. It helps to keep you regular. So anyway, so that's carbohydrates, proteins, lean, just meaning they're not super fatty that's okay every now and then, you know, if you go out for a nice steak and you want a fatty steak, great. But I wouldn't recommend eating a fatty steak every night. Um, so lean proteins, they can also be plant-based proteins. Your beans are going to fall into both a protein and carbohydrate sort of bucket. Um, tofu is an option here. Tempeh, those are some great 
you know, vegan, um, lean protein options, and then your plant-based fats. So those are going to be your unsaturated fats, not coconuts or coconut oil. That's actually a plant-based fat that is high in saturated fat. So I don't recommend that, but avocados, olives, nuts, seeds, nut butters. If you have any questions about that, you know, my DMs and Instagram are always open. Feel free to shoot me a question. So that's kind of what you eat. But I also want you to think about eating frequency. So I would recommend eating every four to five hours max. Um, what this might look like for you is breakfast, lunch, afternoon snack, dinner, or you might just say four meals, meal one, meal two, meal three, meal four, <laughs> because what tends to happen in that afternoon time frame, my friends and I call it the witching hour. So let's say you eat lunch at noon, but you're not going to have dinner until seven. That's a big window. And then you wonder why your kids come home from school and you're like snacking with them. Okay, so have yourself a snack as well. Go ahead and plan for it. Don't You don't have to sneak it. It's okay for you to have a snack. And then what you'll probably find is you're less likely to overeat at dinner. If that's something you struggle with, you're less likely to snack while you're cooking dinner. Um, if that's something you struggle with. So like an apple and peanut butter. Or even a peanut butter sandwich, you know, use a quality whole grain bread and put some peanut butter on it. And that's a great afternoon snack. So anyway, if you have questions about that, let's chat. Feel free to DM me. Uh, so overall, we're eating well-rounded whole food meals and snacks. And every four to five hours, we're having some food. I didn't put this in my notes. Water. Water, water, hydrate, hydrate. That could be its own category. Because um, I don't know. I mean, water kind of falls under food because you're ingesting it, but it's also separate because it's not food. Obviously, it's water. But really shooting for half your body weight in ounces per day. So like if you weigh 150 pounds, your goal is at least 75 ounces of water per day. If you are in an environment where you sweat a lot just because you live somewhere where you sweat a lot or you exercise a lot, you're outdoors. If you're like my husband who is a plumber and has a heavy like manual labor job and he is literally just sweating all day long, um, water, lots of water. You need even more than half your body weight in ounces of water if that's the case. But if you're not drinking a lot of water right now, Initially, I recommend just paying attention to how much you're drinking. I'll be honest, I really struggle with that. I have a cup that I drink out of, and when it's empty, I just go fill it up again, and I'm not great at paying attention to how many of those cups I drink in a day. But if you're curious, which is kind of a fun little experiment, you know, and you have a cup that you drink out of, first of all, just measure how much water is in the cup. Let's say it's 20 ounces. We'll make it a round number because I'm about to do math. <laughs> so let's say it's 20 ounces in your cup and you keep up with how many of those cups you drink in a day. And let's say you drink four of them. So you've drank 80 ounces of water. And if you weigh 150 pounds, I told you your goal is 75 ounces. So yay you, you got your, you know, 75 ounces in plus a little bit more. So I think that's just a good experiment to try with yourself um, just to see where you're at. You know, it's always good to kind of get a base 
uh, measurement of where you start, right? Where you start from. So anyway, so water, well-balanced meals, whole foods, eat every four to five hours, and then really work on, so that's kind of the things to add, add in. So what are we going to remove? Consume less sugar, less caffeine as well. So it's interesting because we think of caffeine as like giving us energy. And I don't mean just like, I mean, I have a cup of coffee every morning. That's not a big deal. I'm saying if you're drinking coffee or sodas throughout the day to really try to keep your energy levels up, like you're, you're leaning on caffeine for that, probably because you're not getting enough sleep, right? So we go back to number one. <laughs> so you're really doing yourself more harm than good that way. So I would challenge you to really try to cut back on your caffeine. Now, if you're drinking, again, hypothetically, four cups of coffee a day throughout the day, or maybe more than that, I don't know. Don't just go from four cups to one. You are going to get a massive rager of a headache, okay? <laughs> Let me just tell you that up front and save you that pain. So first, cut back to three, right? Cut back to three. And then try that for like a couple of weeks and then cut back to two. And since you're cutting back, what are we going to put in that coffee's place? Let's try water, right? So not only are we going to decrease caffeine, but let's increase our water intake at the same time. And that'll really help you out a lot. And then eventually you get to a point where you're drinking just one cup of coffee a day. Now that doesn't mean you never drink more than one cup of coffee a day. Sometimes I drink two cups of coffee in a day just because, um, but it's not my norm. So cutting back on caffeine, cutting back on sugar, which hopefully if you increase your fiber, your fruits, vegetables, lean proteins, healthy fats, and you're really eating a well-balanced diet, you may not even crave the sugar as much. And if you want a little bit of sugar, you know, like a cookie or a little, you know, piece of dark chocolate every night, that's fine. You know, it's the packaged products that we're eating all throughout the day, right? So this is a big, food's a big one. I mean, I could do a whole podcast on food, which I probably will at some point. But um, anyway, so just working on that. Again, if you have questions, let me know. Shoot me a DM on the gram. Okay, number three, movement. So we talked about this a lot in the last episode where I really challenged you to find some sort of movement that slash exercise, dun, dun, dun. I always tell people, you don't have to call it exercise. I don't care what you call it. I just want you to do it. <laughs> so finding some kind of movement that you will do and then just doing it, right? But I know it's kind of a catch-22 with movement and energy because a lot of times people don't exercise because they're tired or that's, you know, they feel tired. And so an exercise or movement, it takes energy in order to do it. Not just physical energy either, right? Like we're talking about like mental energy. So, um, but if you're getting more sleep, that's why I was saying that I think really starting with that sleep one, if that's something you struggle with. So if you're getting more sleep, you're eating better, then that should help you to feel a little bit more energy mentally and physically to do some movement. But here's the catch. If you actually just kind of make yourself <laughs> do some kind of movement, it can be a 15 minute 
walk down your driveway and back or one lap around your block, whatever. You know, I don't know how big your block is, <laughs> but just a short bout of movement will really increase your energy. And I imagine that you know that whoever's listening to this, I imagine that you know that um, most people have done some kind of movement or exercise in their life and they know you know that it increases your energy. You just have to motivate yourself to do it. But if you're eating better, you're sleeping more, you're drinking more water, then that could be sort of the final piece of the puzzle, right? Um, so again, just 15 minutes of movement. It can be anything. It can just be like turning on music and dancing. I like to pick up my cats and dance around with them. I don't know how much they love it, but I'm just saying it's an idea. Um, it makes you feel better. So any kind of movement works. It helps to oxygenate your body, increases blood flow. So these are all the reasons that it really does provide you with more energy. And what I have found is when I struggle to motivate myself to exercise, if I can remind myself of how good I'm going to feel when I finish, then I tend to do it, right? Like, so that honestly, and if you know me, you know, I love exercise but I still have to push myself to do it. It's not like I spring out of bed every morning, like, woohoo, I get to exercise. <laughs> so I get it. But I just always think to myself, you're going to feel so good when you finish, not just physically good, but also just proud of myself. You know, anytime I think you set a little goal for yourself and you actually do it and accomplish it, it makes you feel good about yourself. So set yourself a little goal of doing 15 minutes of movement at least each day, decide in advance what's what that's going to be, set a timer, like if you're sitting at work, set a timer that pings when you are going to do it, and then set your timer for 15 minutes, and it's going to ping when you can stop, right? So just use that um, timer to help you with that. Um, also, just to remind you and kind of break you out of your zone, you know, when you're stuck in front of a computer all day. So those are just some three tips of ways to help you increase your energy. So again, sleep seven to nine hours a night, work gradually on getting to bed earlier, practice a sleep routine, uh, maybe take a warm bath. That wasn't something I mentioned, but like a bath or a shower. Um, food, well-balanced meals, whole, real foods, unprocessed every four to five hours. Um, drink lots of water if you want to, you know, see how much you're drinking now and just work to gradually increase that. And then movement, you know, find something that you enjoy or <laughs> I like to say at least find something you don't hate, right? Or just And maybe you'll grow to enjoy it. But think of movement and exercise at, like you may think of brushing and flossing your teeth. Like, I don't know many people, if anyone, that's like, woohoo, I get to brush my teeth. Like, it's not that exciting, right? But as adults, we do it as a way of something that we do to take care of ourselves that we know we need to do. Like, you know, parents are always, you know, they got to teach their kids to brush their teeth and how important it is. And it's kind of a drag, but we just know we need to do it. So exercise is the same exact way. Think of it as something that as an adult, I mean, kids need to exercise too, but I think most people listening to this are adults. As an adult, it is just something that we need to do to take care of ourselves. Yes, it takes a little bit longer than brushing your teeth, but that's okay. Just 
go for a walk. Don't make it any more complicated than that. Listen to a book, listen to a podcast, enjoy the silence, whatever. It does not have to be complicated. You don't have to get your heart rate up to a certain beats per minute or be in a zone. Just move your body. And the more you do it, the more it will become a habit. And then you won't have to feel like you're forcing yourself to do it. But also recognize how each of these tips, if you're working on them one at a time, increases your energy. And as your energy increases, you will find that you want to do these things because they make you feel so much better. Okay, so if you have any questions, please DM me on Instagram or email me or however you want to get in touch with me. I'm always happy to talk about these three topics and increasing your energy. and I hope you guys have a great day. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks so much for listening to the Fun Over 40 podcast. It means so much to me to have you here. So go ahead and subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. And you can also find me at www.kathymeadfronheiser.com. That's where I'll put show notes and you can see all the ways to work with me, including my free five-day protein challenge. Look forward to seeing you there.